You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rami Von Dammy. He is promo code Ron Von D. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? How about this weather, huh? Oh my god, getting absolutely it's dumped a nor'easter. on. Just getting dumped on by the snow over here. I know, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't mind it, though. You know, a lot of people complain about it, but it's kind of what you sign up for. And so I don't really care. Yeah, I mean, this is this is where we live. This is where I've always you know, and the only place I've lived. If you weren't here, you'd miss it. You know, you think? I think so. I think Probably. people who I know who moved to California, moved to Florida, talk about missing the seasons. Like there's no seasons. Although, yeah. I, although I have a cousin who moved to like the Tampa area, and I remember one time he was back up here, and it was like 60 degrees, and he said it was cold, and I was like, all right. Yeah, you need like, to I figure your he, shit out, man. I, th- I think he just kind of lost touch with reality, maybe, mm-hmm. for, for a little bit. Uh, Ryan, not to change subjects too dramatically from, you know, the weather. The weather, which is the highest form of human communication. It yeah. is. It is a good conversation to have. Uh, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. I was streaming Sonic 2 this past week. Once again, like Mario 3, got all the way to the last guy. Couldn't beat the last guy. What's I happening? missed it. What, I was out. Uh, I, what's happening is you just you're out of practice, and I think what you have to do yeah. at this point yeah. is you have to play the game off stream. Know you can beat it, and then take yeah. it to the streets. Because I know you just kind of jump in cold. I just jump in. I'm like, I have these games. Let's play these games. Yeah. And thankfully, you were there for my Mario three stream because otherwise I would have gotten stuck on those levels <laughs> where you just get in a maze. Yeah. And then Sonic. I didn't know how to beat the last guy. And so Goo was kind enough to jump in. And he's like, I don't know. He's like, try jumping into him. Die, die, die. Yeah. So, like a, I forget how to do that. I don't remember. It took me a minute to get to like the guy before the guy. And then I did right. that. And then I got to Robotnik. And I'm like, let's go, you son of a bitch. Put your cards on the table. And then he fucking destroyed me. So I could play. And so Goo's quick to point out, I am now live 0 for 2. I did tape myself beating Super Mario 2. That was a first that. down, and I beat it. So one and two. I think I'm going to have to play Jaws just to get an easy win. Then I'll be yeah, two and slump two. Buster. Slump Buster. Mm-hmm. I need a Slump Buster. So that's what I'm going to do. And then from there, I've never, ever beaten Mike Tyson in my life. But maybe I try to at least get to him. I've done know? it. 
depends on what version you're playing because there is a tell. There is a um, if you look it up, there is in the original version. If you have the ROM with the original version, there's a guy who ducks right before Mike Tyson throws a punch. Oh, in the crowd, you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. So right. it depends on what, because that's how I beat uh-huh. when I was when I was a young man, because that right. was someone pointed that out to me. But well, that's, I like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. All right, well, right. Let's get to. We have actually a good bit of news this good week. Good bit of news. Good sure bit do. of news. This week in the Spoiler free, episode four of Wandavision. Far and away the best episode. Starting to come together. Holy it's all smokes. starting to come together. Good episode. Now, so good that people that I know that weren't watching the first three episodes, I said, you're probably going to want to get in now. Yes. And because the first three were kind of, they were what they were. You and I, having read some of the comics and just having sort of more of a uh, general awareness of the Scarlet Witch character, kind of maybe knew where this was going again, kind of had an idea of where this was going. But the execution in episode four was really good. And if again, if we have time, we'll do some more at the end. We'll obviously do a standalone episode uh, the beginning of March when it wraps up. There's nine total episodes. We've seen four of them. But the fourth one was great. And I thought, uh, I even I even appreciate the first three a little bit more because I think it kind of like, you know, tells that story, kind of flushes that out a little bit. And yes. And it makes you kind of want to go, and it it's clearer now mm-hmm. who some of the characters who you don't know who they are, who they yeah. like, who they are. Yeah, it's cool. And, yeah, so it's actually, and like you said, it brings together my because my nephew who lives with me, he was like, should I watch Wandavision? And like you said, he's like, you should now, yes, because you can breeze through yeah. the first four episodes. So does he like all the MCU movies? He's like, I've seen them all, but I don't really know. I'm like. Okay. So okay. now if you if you started watching WandaVision not knowing anything, it, uh, you would be kind of like, I don't know about this. Yeah, you know, but somebody he else asked me that today. Out. They're like, could you just watch WandaVision like a show? And mm-hmm. I'm like, no. No. I don't think so. No. Because it's very much in the MCU and it's sort of like yes. could you could you watch Endgames? Like, no. Yeah, you I think I, know I, what, I you wouldn't was. know I what the was, fuck was going on. No, I think my father tried to watch um infinity war and endgame but that's it nope and he had no idea who anybody was now you could there are definitely certain ones like you could watch ant-man you could watch black panther you could watch the first guardians like you could pick and choose a handful you could go a la carte for some of the mcu sure but wandavision maybe but it wouldn't really be enjoyable like without knowing what the deal is no and you'd be asking so many questions like who's that oh my god you know yeah just yeah like Jesus, save it, buddy, save it. Speaking <laughs> of the MCU, Ryan, there was uh, some photos going around of Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, and you got Thor and Chris Pratt because we were, and we already knew this. Like, it's not a spoiler. Like, we already knew that the Guardians are going to be like, in the Thor movie as they should be, the uh, as Guardians of the Galaxy, if you will. But Chris Hemsworth looks yoked. You and he's wearing dunks? that. Yeah, he's wearing that like um, he the ponytail Thor red leather vest. Yeah. Yeah, which is, which is fucking awesome. The he bearded ponytail Thor. I, f- I forget which, but it, it looks awesome. He and uh, Star Lord has he, he has uh, Chris Pratt has like a different look to him. He's got a little, little bit more armor on him. He had a different uniform. I saw there was a photo of Nebula. She looks a little mm-hmm. bit different. All right. Okay, so that's off and running. So that's good. I mean, that's the one. I'm I'm pretty yeah. excited for that. 
I'm that's really not until 2022. I, believe, I know, right? It's a little yeah. bit of a ways, but hey, we'll get there, Ryan. We're gonna get, we're gonna get there. <laughs> I, I feel like some days. Yeah, don't promise me that. Sorry about that. Yeah, uh, Black Widow will have a runtime of two hours and 13 minutes. That- eventually, <laughs> it will eventually have a runtime of two hours and 13 minutes. So what they're saying is that the movie's done, right? The cut of the movie is done. Yeah, it was. It was. It was ready last May. So release it. Yeah. Thank you. What are you doing? Thank you. Thank you. Now, listen, I know that movies cost money and they also expect to make money. I get that. All right. I don't, you don't need to be a genius to figure that part of it out. However, don't you feel like right now there's a bit of a arms race uh, betwixt Disney plus HBO max uh, Peacock is joining in Amazon prime Netflix. They're all competing for your dollar, right? Yes. Wouldn't you, if you're if you're Disney Plus and you have all these properties, and don't get me wrong, Disney Plus is starting to up the ante a little bit. You know, after season two of The Mandalorian, they announced all these Star Wars uh, shows. WandaVision's out and it's good. Falcon and Winter Soldier comes out in March. But wouldn't this give you sort of like a leg up? Like how many subscriptions do you think you would get if you're like, hey, Black Widow is coming to our streaming service? I think it'd be a huge coup. I, it would be. And I think a lot of people who... Honestly, though, like I think a lot of people who are into this stuff already have the D- Disney Plus thing because they're already watching WandaVision, whatever. Right. But here, this is never going to happen, Richard. Hmm. If Black Widow loses the Disney company a billion dollars, if that were, it won't. No, right? it can't. It can't. It didn't cost a billion dollars. It didn't cost a billion dollars. <laughs> the Walt Disney Company. Yeah. would still have $129 billion. <laughs> like, what yeah. do you care? Like, I think you, you put like- it out. I think you put it out because you look at the slate of movies that HBO Max has for this upcoming year and even Netflix. Like, they've both made a point because they know people are still staying in. They made a point to be like, every fucking week we have something coming out. Now, it might not all be good, but we have yeah. something coming out. Whereas Disney+, Plus, all the stuff they announced is like, long out and i feel like if you put black widow out there i think it would be i think it'd be a monster but at this point they're so dug in that they're they're waiting they're waiting on this well i don't know if you put this you put this in the news no you did because this was just recently announced like three four hours ago that ryan coogler's production company is now producing a wakanda show for disney plus and i think it's like uh tales from wakanda or something like that or it's like a like a Black Panther spinoff. Fine. Which I'm all for. I like that. You know who they could use is uh, Nakia, played by Lupita Nyong'o, who they didn't they really could. use a whole lot. Or they could use Danny Guerrero. They, oh, yeah. I could, she could. Or, I mean, they have like the, all oh, those yeah. different tribes. They can. Or, how about Winston Duke? How about we do the. Oh, yeah. Like we do I'm, the. Um, yeah. I'm Mbaku, not going to say what. Like say, yeah, yeah, yeah. What his yeah. what his superhero what his, name is? Yeah, what his superhero name not was when he first. There. Not going there. No, not going. <laughs> we'll call him Mbaku. Yeah, because that's yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. All right, Ryan. From Marvel to DC, this was exciting. This was announced. Uh, the Snyder Cut has a release date. It is March eighteenth. March eighteenth on HBO Max, and it is not a series. We already discussed this, but it's not a series. So just plan accordingly. It is a four-hour movie. So happy birthday to you. Isn't your birthday the 16th or the 15th? 15th. 15th. Yeah. Happy birthday yeah. to the you. Ides of March. Yes. Birthday. Now, yeah. So that weekend, I'll be like, hey, leave me alone for four hours because I got to watch this Snyder Cut. And so we've nailed it down that the, it's going to be one long movie. It's one 
No, it's the longest movie ever made. All of the Lord of the Rings are less. But is it? Is it? Are they splitting it into four parts and releasing? It's just one. It's a four-hour movie. What is that? That's going to be the longest podcast we've ever done, by the way. Yeah, it is. Now, here's the thing: Do I have to rewatch Justice League? I think I do. You have to. I'm going to have to. Yeah, because I I will. Just, just for comparison's sake, I don't want to watch that again. I get it. I don't either. But I think uh, yeah, you're you're right. I'm going to be sitting there being like, was this in the first one? Was this not in the first one? So I got to watch the first one again. Mm-hmm. And that's two hours of my life right there. So I'm going to have to do six hours in March on Justice League. Oof. This is going to be a kick right in the shorts. Oof. Four hours. Like, I had a genius tweet, by the way. I don't think people really understood it. I think it might have been above them. I said, Ken Burns can't believe how long the Snyder Cut is. I Right? Nobody appreciated that. Nobody That's a appreciated smart joke that. for a smart audience. And my Jason Pierre-Paul tweet, crickets. <laughs> I had an wow. unbelievable Jason Pierre-Paul tweet. Yeah, I saw that. It was great. Nothing. He had three sacks in the game, and I said he now has more sacks than he can count on one hand. Nothing. That's a great joke, right? That's a great. That's a great joke. The guy blew his fucking hand <laughs> off with a fire grenade or whatever. So or I explained. Fireworks. I explained it to my wife, and she's like, "Well, that's mean." I'm like, why? And yeah. she goes, because, you know, he, was he like a kid? I'm like, no, he was like 30 years old when he did it. And she's like, all right, that's fine then. Yeah, no, we did at the time, like the day after, we did a whole key for madness on it. Yeah. I was working at the other station at the time, and we had all these like reaction videos of people talking about him. It was like, it was hysterical. Yeah, I don't feel bad. You're not a little kid. You're not like six and you right. blew your hand off. No, like you feel horrible. Nope. You're a grown ass man. Right. Lighting off fireworks because you like to see it go, ooh, pop in the sky. Like, get out of here. All you're doing is scaring my dog. Knock it off. Yeah, cut it out. Especially, yeah, around dogs. Now that I have a dog and I had baby, when I had babies. Oh, my God. The combination. That was the worst. You're like, go to sleep. My dog's freaking out. My dog freaks out. Like, it is not for him. So, yeah. All right, you're getting you're finally getting some of the uh the just desserts here in the in the chat. People seem to like, they say it's a great joke. I right? thought if right, anything a great I was joke. ever going to do, like, was going to go viral. Like, that yeah. was it. You know? If that was going to hit on Twitter. Yeah, but you're kind of one-upping my Ken Burns. The Ken Burns thing is a smart The Ken Burns thing, thing is a, that's a, yeah. He's because a, Ken Burns has never shot anything under nine hours. No, he did the, go watch the documentary on baseball. It's longer it. than a whole it. season. Oh, my God. Civil War he did. We were in school. Oh, and remember when we were in high school, he came and he showed us bits of the uh, Yaz, the jazz documentary. Yeah, because his uh, daughter went to school with us. Correct. Um, a little, 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 little name drop. She's also a filmmaker now as well. Is she really? Yes. Should we get her on the podcast? Let's do it. Sarah Burns. Anything we've seen. Uh, she's a documentary filmmaker like her father. So, Do you think maybe she would be interested in making like the sequel to The King of Kong? Yeah, let's see. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. Ryan, The Sandman is going to be a Netflix series. Of course, Neil Gaiman's The Sandman is awesome. I've yes. read I don't think I've completed it, but I've read most of it, certainly. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gwendolyn Christie is going to play Lucifer. Which is kind of cool. It is kind of cool. Yeah. A lot of other people I wasn't really aware of, but I'm sure it'll be good. She's like a meaner Tilda Swinton. Yes. Like a Tilda Swinton on steroids. I'm not saying she's on steroids. No. I don't want to do that to her, but I'm just saying like a jacked up Tilda Swinton. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. So if you're interested in Sandman, so there is an audio book that Audible put out it's incredible. Um, James McAvoy voices Dream. Neil Gaiman himself narrates it. Awesome. Um, it's a it's a novelization of a lot of the comics, and some of them are 
cool and some of them are like really like fucked up and dark oh, yeah if all you right. want to check that out definitely check that out it's on audible right. i think it's uh i like that yeah it's great it's great so check that out now uh, the golden globe nominations come out on wednesday mm-hmm. and i think tv is gonna look legit like tv is gonna look like real nominees and deserving like there was a lot of good tv this year i'm fascinated as to what the movies are going to be Maybe that's uh you know two weeks from now. Maybe that's our maybe that's our show. We talk about the Golden Globe noms. And Fuck, awards we, might as, we might as well. February we have like a we have a booked out March. Yeah. With uh WandaVision and Snyder Cut and Coming to America. Uh another movie that's coming out. But lo- we're loaded. Okay. We're loaded. Yeah. We're loaded. We're loaded. Just, just, don't, don't take my word for it. Uh but yeah, maybe we'll react to the Golden Globes. Uh, John Krasinski hosted SNL this week. Did you catch any of that? I caught a little bit of it. I, his digital short, The Loser, was exceptional. That was very funny. Oh, yeah, with him and his little brother? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was very funny. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I didn't a reverse like loud, A reverse foreskin. <laughs> inverted foreskin. It grows towards the base. <laughs> that was pretty... I was like... I thought that was pretty funny. Not bad. Uh, Dan yeah. Levy is going to be hosting next week for all you Shit's Creek fans. So I'll check that out for sure. Yeah. Yeah, my yep. wife loves that show. Uh, Ryan, the 2021 Royal Rumble was last night. You and I mm-hmm. both took part in Rossi's Royal Rumble pool. He's been doing that for some years. So I re I picked up the network again for the month. Yeah, I sat and watched the Rumble. Relatively entertaining. It just sucks. Like wrestling without fans blows. It's not their fault. Oh, sure. Like, and didn't they like stinks. pump in like chant? Like Daniel Bryan came in. They were like pumping in his chant. Yeah, and, like, and, and so and they, they do the thing like the little computer screens. Yeah, people like they did in the NBA bubble down in Disney. Right. And it's like it just sucks so bad. Like I can't watch. I haven't watched since last WrestleMania. But anyway, uh, none of our none of our guys hit. None of our guys won. No, and we had like right in the middle, which is like yeah. all the donors. It's just like the people who like all the jobbers who they just need bodies. I think I I think I get some of my money back because my mail entrant lasted less than a minute. Do I get? I I had the, but I had the youngest female, right? I think you did have the youngest female, so you should get you should get some of your money back. I too, should get I money believe. kicked back to me. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Rossi, do we have one, Rye? Do we have a take? No, 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 I don't no think so. take today. All no, right. he he hooked us up, getting us into the Royal Rumble thing. We'll take it yeah. easy on Rossi. We'll take it easy. Nice job, yeah. Rossi. Again, Pop Culture Pile Driver Podcast. Rossi and our guy Billy D over there. Uh, let's get to this. It's time for Davy's video game even if it takes more than a minute. All right. Right, what do you have? Oh, well, sorry, guys. So first of all, this uh, Davies Video Game Minute, powered by our friends at Wild Bills Soda. Go to drinkwildbills.com. Use the promo code RONVOND. Get yourself a nice little discount. And I want to say a personal thank you to, I got my, so I started filling out my taxes. Oh, my look dude. at this guy jumping, yeah. jumping the line. Uh, we've sold close to, as a group, we have done over like a thousand dollars of business with Wild Bill. Okay, it's all about that. That's nothing to you know. Good job. I don't guys. know. I don't know how the rest of the partners are doing, but that's that's great for the uh, Dork Podcast people. Thank you very much. I love it. Look at this. Look at this. Been a wonderful oh, ride. Does that have the Contra code on it? Oh yeah, see that. So you can get this one with the Contra code on it. Oh, I like that. Right. Shit. That's, that's cool. a good one, right? That's cool. Um, we got some. We got some new mugs coming too. So I'll. Uh... Oh, all right. Oh yeah. yeah. So use the so- promo code. Von Von D, get yourself some sarsaparilla or whatever some you sarsaparilla. want. Or you get some barbecue sauce. Ooh, or my favorite, the Carolina, there's like a honey, there's like a mustard sauce that's like a yellow mustard barbecue sauce. sauce. It's fucking awesome. It's awesome. Wow. Uh, so speaking of sauce, 
Um, the cover, the cover athlete for the show 21 pop today. And it is Fernando Tatis Jr. Not a better person nope. to be on the cover of a video game. This guy is electric. He is everything that is right with baseball that people are trying to suppress. Um, he including his crazy- own manager, his own manager. Yeah. His like own this- manager got pissed that he hit a homer on, th- on a three Oh pitch. Like, like, dude, what? And like, I love, he's the, he was love the it. only choice for the cover. The that only guy's the choice man. for the cover. They yeah. are the man, and that's a that's a great team to watch. The, they the are. young Padres. Um, and the exciting too. news about the show, Richard, it is no longer a PlayStation exclusive. It is coming out for Xbox as well. So for all you Xbox people out there, good news you can for now the box. play the show. And it is the only baseball game <laughs> out there right now. So right. yeah, um, and it actually is really really good. Uh, let's see here. IO Interactive, the makers of Hitman, the the new Hitman series, which I'm playing right now, and it's fantastic, uh, are making a James Bond game. Okay. Go oh, that game is in, yeah, a little uh-huh. in perfect hands. The people from Hit, Hitman are making, uh, making that. Okay. Uh, G4. G4 is back on Twitch and YouTube. So remember the old G4 station? I like, love G4. They had some good stuff. I loved, um, Attack of the Show I would watch a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had good stuff. They like the yep. comedy was hit or miss, but when they would just break down like new either video games or like new tech that was out there, like Chris Hardwick would pop on that show. Olivia, Olivia. Hahn was on that show. They had, like, uh, what's her? What's the other? Um, Sarah Underwood. Sarah Underwood. That's Not who Felder's I was thinking. Wife, but the other yep. Sarah Underwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's her name? Was it Candace something? I was a big fan of. Yeah. So they're back. The show. So yeah. They're back on Twitch and cool. on YouTube. Cool. So if you want to check out their live streaming all the time and all that stuff. All right. Um, I would like to give you... Oh, there's a Rick and Morty tabletop Dungeons & Dragons expansion <laughs> for all our tabletop gamers out there. All right. Not us. Uh, something no. that I tried to get into in my younger years, but never had the patience. For. Oh, fuck. Here's an idea for a topic. Board games. There you go. We could do a board game episode. Yeah, and and Dungeons & Dragons got... I tried. I tried. I just not could not at 11, 12 years old. I could not sit still. Did you long. like Hungry Hungry Hippos? Love it. Yeah. I mean, one of the great things about having kids is I get to excuse to like play all those games again yeah. and just like absolutely ruin my kids' day. So that's I'm nice. The, that's fun. I'm at the stage now, and this is we have like not Legos. She's too little for Legos, but yeah. we have like the big blocks that look Duplos. like Legos. Yeah. Or these are mega blocks. Mega called. blocks. Okay. Yeah. Block is spelled no C. I guess leave right. the C X. off for savings. So yeah. it's just B L O K S. Now, I build these awesome structures and she just loves destroying them, which is a yeah. real problem in the house now. And I had to scold her pretty bad because I've had these huge towers. They're like taller than her. She just comes over like she's Godzilla and wrecks the goddamn thing, <laughs> which is it's, awesome. So we're feuding right now. But anyway. so the last thing and this, this could fall under Davy's babies. This oh, is the new shit. series. Davy's babies. You know what? Fuck, what? Thanks to Jordan. I have this ready to go. Ready? Ready for this? Can you, you hear this? It. Chat new segment. Davy's babies. Like an yeah. absolute baby. Fucking baby. All right, Davy's babies. There's there you go, right there. Stop being a fucking baby. All well, right, thanks to Jordan. Now it's time for Davy's thanks babies. Thanks for Jake's Bubs and and thanks for time for Davy's babies. Davy's babies, this Davy's baby this week is me. So twist. It's a what twist. A twist. twist. So um, I wanted to give you an update on the Barf League, Barf Madden League, which is my season is now over. Thank God. Why did you play in this? Well, here's the thing. I finished on a heater. I had two CPU games left, and I finished 3-13. and 13. 
Okay, three computer wins, all Madden. I'll take all it. Madden, on all Madden, as I got three computer wins, all Madden. I didn't beat a single human being all no. year. Oh. And my lowest point, I think I lost to Mac 97 to nothing. See, that's where somebody's got to step in. The commissioner has to step in I, there. He is the commissioner. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, he is the commissioner. I just, I don't like the competitive balance in that league. If oh, it's, it's so... It's so hard. And so me being a baby, right? I said I wasn't going to quit and I didn't. All right. But you're going to retire. No, nope. I am. I am putting this. So all. So no mead. I had a bottle of mead for the Vikings to actually. (laughs) When I popped my first person to person win, I was going to drink mead on stream. But there is no heroes drink. It was a building year. Yeah. Uh, but you us. didn't play every person, right? Because there's like a ton of people in the league. No, so I didn't. Yeah. It's whatever you play, whatever the yeah, schedule yeah, yeah. is. That's you. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give it one more season. Wow. I'm going to give it one more season. And right. I'm going to do the, what do you, I'm going to practice on all okay. Madden and like Smart. play the computer. Smart. But I'm going to do it with, uh, uh, what is John Favreau's character's name and made? Bobby. Uh, fucking A. It's like my favorite movie. It's like Bobby. not Ritigliano, but Ritigliano. Bobby Ritigliano. Bob, Bob Ritigliano. So I, the Bob Ritigliano rule, where I have to have, if I don't have a winning record next year, I'm done. Oh, a winning record just for next year or total? Just like, for next year. All right, so, so you're going to go like, 13 and 3. No, no. But if so I got to go, be- I got to go 5, 5, and 1. You need to go 9 and 7, because then yes. what's going to happen is you're going to go 8 and 8, and you're going to say you want to keep playing. I'm saying, Ryan, you didn't. You didn't have it's a winning, winning record. record. You're just I don't have, have, a, losing record, have a losing but, record. But you, didn't have, but you didn't have a winning record. Yeah. The Bob Rasigliano rule. I have to go. I have to have a winning five and five Ricky and one. Slade. There's Bob Rasigliano and Ricky Slade. Because I remember because the memory of the guy comes in and he's like, "Is everyone in this house named Bob Rasigliano?" Because <laughs> Vince Vaughn lies to him. Hey, it's his Bob. Bob Rasigliano. <laughs> so that's so that's Davy's babies this the week. I'm being a baby. Yeah. The trades are stacking. Yeah. I don't know why you don't have to hit me with a fucking whip. I don't know why you have to hit me with a whip. Why do you have a whip? Um, the other thing we didn't talk about GameStop. We didn't talk about short squeezes and short sells and all that stuff. But uh, just it's a mess. How about it GameStop and AMC? Two of our absolute wheelhouses. Just yeah. So I had uh, my my two years in the finance industry really came Jesus. in handy because people were asking me like nonstop, like what yeah. the hell is going on? Because they figure I know since it's GameStop, I You're didn't. Right. No. But I I was like I Looked actually worked. You know, with mutual funds, and so I understand what's going on. But we should have had Rogo on for this. Oh, can we get? Yeah, we should. Some Rogo next week. We have a buddy who works at the Wall Street Journal, and he can explain he the, the whole thing. To us. He is the finance editor of the Wall Street Journal. Correct. He, he hung out with us. Yeah, like, yeah. This friend. guy knows his shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was famous. So Rogo was famous, and I hope he's listening to the podcast right now. We used to have. Remember, we used to have the landline phones in like all the seniors' rooms. Yeah. And he would, it was right, 98, 99, which was like the perfect time for him, us to do it. No. We would just call random numbers around school and go, like the Budweiser commercial. Yeah, that was great. Piss ourselves laughing. Shark was always the, he did the best, the best way. So dumb. So fucking stupid. So dumb, but you know, it's what keeps you going. Yep. Ryan, are you ready for the topic du jour? I'm sorry? Well, I'm glad you asked because it's the topic of the day. And today it is the film The Little Things mm-hmm. that was released on HBO Max. I believe in theaters as well. Uh, two hours and seven minutes long. Last check on Rotten Tomatoes, 48% by the critics, 
63% by the audience. We will begin as we do with all of our movie and TV reviews. Spoiler free. Ryan, did you like it? No. Mm. But to take it back to my review in two days. Oh, that was a very short-lived thing. I think your time in the Madden League lasted longer than your review in two Twitter account. It was exceptionally fine. Yeah. I didn't, I definitely didn't, yeah, it's not great. It's not very good. No. It's not very good. It had like flashes of, of cool. Yes. That quickly went away. I thought for an HBO Max release, fine. I would say if I paid money to go see it in the theater, I would have been annoyed. Yep. Um, I I don't, I can't really recommend it to people, but it is, it is sort of a time killer and there hasn't been a lot of good movies released recently. Mm -hmm. And I've even watched a few of these Netflix releases and another one of the HBO Max. I've watched five movies already that have been released this calendar year. And this is the best one. So like again, you gotta you gotta kind of compare it to what else is out there. And I think this w- I would recommend this to a certain person, like a person who is really into uh, like crime movies, okay, and like maybe like a little bit of noir kind of thing, like you know hard boiled detective kind of thing. Yeah, but like Denzel fans, obviously, you're gonna watch a Denzel movie, right? But at the same time, if you're looking for like this psychological twist thing, it never happens. No, never. I didn't. I didn't think it was. And again, I, I, I've read this since, but as I was watching it, I had the same feeling that a lot of different critics have sort of came out there with. It's like a real shitty version of Seven. Mm. That, that's, that's exactly what yeah. I wrote down. I said that's, by way I said it was Diet Seven. <laughs> yeah, what well, I I have in spoilers. I have a few specific moments yes. where it was like that. That sort of slap you in the face. That's what it is. But in this portion, I'll just say that Seven is one of my favorite movies ever. Correct. Seven is awesome. This ain't Seven, but it kind of tries to be. And there are that's the other problem with with this type of movie is there are a lot of them like it, and this was just another version of it. You. You're, yeah. And I know I get a lot of a lot of heat for parroting you, but I, that took the words right out of my mouth. So if 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 I yeah. the reason I wouldn't recommend this movie to people is there are much better movies in this genre that you should watch. Yeah. How about this? Sometimes a little game I like to play is in a movie that stars really really famous people. Yes. Take those people out, and would the movie be worth a damn? If you take out these three Oscar winners, I don't even know like if people would watch it. I don't no. even know if it would be released. Like I think no. you needed that's why all of like the trailers are like fucking Oscar winners like Denzel Leto, Malik, mm-hmm. blah 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 in your face because you're like, yeah, there's not really a great movie there. It's just the three actors. So yeah. I think that's and, a problem. And to to be fair, they were good. Yeah. Two of the three were good. Okay. Uh, all right. Sure. Yeah. So again, I wouldn't call it a must watch by by any means, but again, it, with what we're dealing with right now, if you look at all the streaming services and if you've already seen everything, right? You've already binge watched all of your shows and you're looking for new stuff, then in that case, sure, give it a go. Give it a go. It's 2 hours. It's got Denzel in it. There are worse things in the world. Yes. But I think this is going to be one of those ones that at the end of the year when we're looking back at 2021 movies, completely it's going to be forgettable oh it's instantly forgettable 
instantly uh, what, forgettable. Uh, question from the chat: uh, What's better, this or Wonder Woman eighty four? Probably uh, this. apples and apples and oranges True. in terms of in terms of uh, better acted. I think this one takes the cake. I think better. I'd rather produced. watch this one again. Right, I, I Wonder Woman eighty four. I'll probably never watch again. And I, it, that was a very big budget kind of spectacular movie. Yeah. Um, as close to a blockbuster as you would get this year. Yeah. Uh, the story just wasn't very good. Like I just felt like there was too much, too many. I holes. thought the story, yeah, it, for Wonder Woman, for the story in this one was like, all right. And I even have a few ways they could have tweaked it too that might have would have made it better. We, we'll yes, save that. We will save that because I got a couple ideas for that too. And I guess this isn't a spoiler. I'll just say uh, Denzel was good. He's always good. Mm-hmm. I thought Leto was was fine. I had no problem with Leto. Remy Malik, I just was like, I wrote notes. I have my copious notes as I write, always, and as I always. wrote here. Here are some of them. Remy Malik sounds like it hurts him to talk. Yeah, there is some of that. He kind of talks like this. Like it actually like hurts him to talk. Yeah, my my wife actually didn't watch the whole movie with me, but she came in and watched like the last twenty minutes, and she was like, "He doesn't open his mouth when he talks." For some no, reason. and he talk he talks like this. Like it actually I'm hurts like, him. Man, it's got nothing to do with the character. I go, that gets just what he's doing. And when he's not talking, it looks like he's sucking on a hard candy because he's like that thing with his mouth. <laughs> yeah, watch and watch it again. I every time he's speaking to another character. He doesn't blink. Wow. He never blinks. It's incredibly off-putting. I also think that he was really good in Mr. Robot, and that ends the list of compliments for him. Yeah. Because he was good in that. That was a weird show. I'd never seen him before. He popped up. Uh, it was like, he's narrating the show. He's also, but he's like, as he's doing it, and like, it was a cool, weird show. And I thought he fit that character really well. This one, eh. Yeah. But there's stuff that like we would get into with like spoilers and stuff that I I just need to get through. All right, so that want, you, yeah. Do you yeah. want us to do your dork score and then we can get the spoilers? Yeah. All right. What do you got? Two and a half. Ooh. Yeah, I was thinking three and a half, but you know what? After talking it a little bit, I'll, I'll go uh, hard three. Yeah, I'll go. A, uh, it could. A I, the argument could be made for a three, but I think. Well, there's a there's enough problems with this that I'll we'll yeah. talk about in spoilers. I'm also trying to grade movies a little bit better. Same. I've been. It was funny. Wes from the now defunct Boxers podcast pointed out how I gave Suicide Squad a four. And I'm like, yeah, I did at the time. I've since changed it. It is not a four out of six movie. No, the first. But you're also one. you're also Captain Recency Bias. Like the second I am you, big time. You like it. You big like time Recency Bias, and I gave. Yeah. I gave that movie like an extra stone because I was just happy that they made it because it was like, what are yeah. like, finally like an idea like that to be made. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I will say rock hard three. Let's get to the spoilers. 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 Here come the spoilers. All right. The, First of all, the the seven parallels are all over the place. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the movie, when they start driving out to like the desert area, right. I'm like, what are we doing here? Yeah. And then like they're digging stuff up. I'm like, okay, I, I guess they didn't dig stuff. And the older black detective is right. behind you, so he can't stop oh you from God. what you're doing. Like that yeah. whole thing, right? And the the way that each of the victims were killed in a very like ritualistic way kind of like nodded towards seven the way it was shot 
where like there was it was very green it was very black there was like just it was and, and that's why i called it like diet seven because it tried to have that tone yeah but it never got there no and in one of the things i wrote i have it 47 i'm i was looking at the timer i'm 45 minutes into a two hour and seven minute long movie and i wrote slow with seven o's yeah. like this movie Ooh. what sucked the most slow burn, baby. Yeah. it was and it wasn't a slow burn because nothing ever caught fire it was just slog. it was a slog <laughs> it just slog. never it just you think it was elevating towards this thing and it never happened and i 100 percent called it too and if you can go back we talked about the trailer when it came out on a previous episode and i thought it was so apparent even in the trailer which is a bad sign Remember, I said something along the lines of Denzel's a cop, Remy Malik's a cop, and Jared Leto's Jared Leto's a weirdo who maybe did something really bad, but probably didn't. Yeah. I fucking could tell. Like the way it was set up was like he's a weirdo, but he's not your guy. Like he's he's gonna be and I thought that angle of it I liked. The guy who's obsessed with crime but doesn't actually commit the crimes and like he confessed to a murder earlier right. he collects weird shit like because there are people like that in the world who haven't actually done anything wrong but they're fucking weirdos so i thought that that part of it was kind of neat but i called it from the two minute trailer like the way leto was kind of bopping around and like the things that he said and the way they were talking about him i'm like he didn't do it he didn't no. do it i wasn't surprised in the slightest that he didn't do it no, and I think what bothered me the most is like there should have been some sort of build to something else. Like he, he either help winds up helping them, or you know he uh, like Rami Malek might be the guy. So you know, I because was they're building these characters that like yeah, because I was as it was going on, I, I I just never thought it was Leto, and then I'm like, all right, is it Rami Malek? Is it Denzel? Because those are the only other real characters that we're seeing. And so they slowly, as the movie unfolds, tell you the story of Denzel and why he's been on the job for so many years and he's never been promoted. And so on the one hand, it was kind of a cool reveal that he was, you know, he was a cop and he was like the highest clearance rate or whatever. Yeah. But he accidentally killed somebody while they were on at a scene with, with the dead bodies. Yeah. But here's what bothers me about that. Did that matter? It yes. really didn't. Like yeah, it, it, but but the, pr the problem to me is they wanted to tie it in where they were like, oh my God, like Denzel's character and Rami Malek's character are the exact same. So now what you're telling me is every good cop accidentally kills somebody at a crime scene. Because that's and, what happened here. And I think, I think the other thing too that really stuck with me is there's a whole scene where they're, Rami Malek's like, punching the the window of the car like they're in a stakeout they're watching jared leto and like nothing happens and he's getting frustrated and he says denzel's character deke says something to the effect of like you just got to play it out like you just got to stick to the case you have mm -hmm. to stick to the case you can't go on feel like you have to be able to prove it right? right we can't just say and he's like he kept saying like this is our guy this is our guy and he's like you have to follow the the case yeah, he wanted it he so desperately wanted right. to be the guy but i just thought it was like too like coincidental or whatever that denzel you know killed that woman while he was out there and then they covered it up right and like they, yeah. they covered it up and so but that ruined his life to a certain degree right he got a mm -hmm. divorce after that he stopped talking to his kids and he's been sort of in a, in a plateau for his job but then for him to be sort of like mentoring rami malik and then rami malik goes with Jared Leto out to this desert and then fucking kills him. And then they like, now they're going to do the same thing where they're going to cover that murder up and right. then he's going to move on. And you're like, 
And he even says to him, like, if you're going to kill me, like, you got to figure you got to get rid of me. You got to get rid of the weapon. You got to get rid of my car. Like, you're in the middle of nowhere. You don't know where you are. Like, it's going to be pretty tough. And he did. Like, he even says it to him. He does it anyway. Enzel pulled the whole thing off. And so the part at the end, too, where where he's like, basically, Rami Malek needed the red uh, barrette. Yes. To pin the murder on him. And so he kept asking him, he was like, was there a red barrette in there? Like with all his bullshit that he had in Leto's apartment. And he's like, yeah, yeah, let me look for it. So then when he sends it to him, I guess the first thought is like, oh, maybe Jared Leto actually is the killer. And like, mm-hmm. they're going to tie that up. But then it's not. And you realize that Denzel got, you know, bought that separate and mailed it in there. So kind of like, you know, so he'll feel better about himself. But I'm like, ooh, could this have been Denzel? Could he have actually done it? Could but possibly. I possibly. Possibly, but the other thing that like really bothered me too is they hit you. They didn't have to show him burning it. Like that hits you over the head with it, so you like you know that like. But for what I think would have been a better presentation of that, and we talk about like things that could have been better, right? So there, the the coda of that movie, the the end of that movie, should have been like he gets the barrette and they he goes back to work, right? And then remember he tells him like don't pull out the case file, don't right because you'll like, break dead bodies back it. right like if you right. give him life or whatever. But yeah, yeah. And yeah. I would have liked to have seen him pull out a picture of the missing girl, and have her had a different barrette on her head. Mm, so, like yeah, that yeah, would have yeah. been better than like you yeah. see him buy because then enough time has passed. Yeah. Because that was the whole point. He's like, you can't keep doing this. Yeah. Like, Anthony you- has a good thought in the chat, and he said. Uh, at the end of the movie, it felt like an episode ended, not a movie. I definitely got the sense that this would have been, although True Detective is a better show, season right. one of True Detective is better than this, but that is kind of what it felt like. It was like, this could have been the first two episodes of something, and he wanted to see how the rest of it played out. Now, it might have been too fantastical to have Denzel be the killer, but there were a couple of things that pointed to it earlier. Like, remember when he was going to the place to get a piece of evidence, and he was like looking in through some of the other evidence? Yeah, I thought like, all right, he's a little nosy for other cases or whatever. And then, so another weird thing that happens because like he talks about he's going to get a pair of boots, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the girl says, "You got to get the signature. I don't care if you wear them out of here." And then he winds up wearing them. Oh, he did. Yeah, he like the snakeskin boots. Like he wound up wearing them. Weird. So stuff like that. Like I don't know what. Like, but then also added that for him to. Like use vacation days to help solve that crime. I kind of thought like, all right, well maybe he's making sure that they don't pin it on him. Like that would have made a little bit more sense or something yeah, like that. Like, like, and they and and like his boss is like, oh, this guy stinks. And then Rami Malek is just like letting him do all of the police work like right away. And it's it's so dumb because like you have Rami Malek who's like supposedly like this wonderkind who's in yeah. who's like this detective who who's by the book and he's he's this hot shot like big swinging dick and he can't figure out anything by himself and to be honest with you Denzel what Denzel figured out for him wasn't that hard no like no. it wasn't like he's looking at wh- he's like they keep like why did they move the body why did they move the body and he looks and there's like a line of sight like to a window like that's not that hard no anybody it's not. who's played. Anybody who's played an Arkham game can figure that yeah. out, right? There's like, all right, so he dragged it here so he could see right. it from across the way. And not you know? that every cop has to be uh, like jacked and like menacing, but like Rami Malik is like the least intimidating person in the world. No, he and 
Yeah. Like, like Jared Leto at no point would have been scared of him. And if I was Rami Malek, I wouldn't have gotten in the car alone with him because it's like, that's just dumb. That wasn't, that wasn't going to work. And if not to, not for nothing, but if he swings a shovel at you, probably not going to kill you on the face. I don't hit. think you would have died with one shot, even if it hits you in the face. I don't think you're, I don't think you're yeah. dying from that. No. Yeah. I just, I don't know how they could have done it. Like, I don't know what I was hoping for the ending to be. On the one hand, I like that it, I'm glad that it wasn't Leto because I, I think that just would have been like too on the nose. Hence why I thought the trailer was kind of pointing in that direction. But so basically the killer's still out there. I just thought it was so corny that both Denzel and Malik both killed people, but then covered it up and are now having to move on and like live with that. Like that's just so lame that like both of them experienced the exact same thing. And it's weird. Like he gives him a hug at the end and calls him his boy. It's weird. Yeah. But also, like he showed up at first, Malik, and was just like, "Like, what are you doing here?" And he's like talking yeah. to like the other guys, like, "Let's go." And then he's like, "Oh, actually, you can come with me and do all my work for me." And what <laughs> what police sergeant what? or chief would have let that happen? Like, no, I don't think any special allowed to do that. Yeah, and like that guy knows that they know him. They know the they situation and be like, "Absolutely not!" Like, you are not going along on this case. Yeah, so that's that's frustrating. If you're on vacation, be on vacation. Yeah. Uh, so let's see some of the chat here. Christopher says Denzel is a serial killer now because of all the guilt he feels for killing that girl. See, it could be. It could Again, be. Again, I think the, I think that would have been somewhat fantastical, but I actually would have probably preferred that to this. And oh, the other thing you said, it would have been better. Like if you said Rami Malek never blinks when he talks to people, yeah. that would have been a cool payoff had he been a killer because that's like a crazy thing to do. That's an insane thing to do. That's and the other thing I wrote down, um, speaking of insane things to do, um, Jared Leto wanting a pineapple and jalapeno pizza. Pineapple like, and yeah, jalapeno. You are whatever crime they're charging you with, you are guilty. Because that is an absolute psycho move. Also, what did you think? Right, here's uh, Beltron 1. I feel like Rami should have been way more to book given his character's backstory or way more to the book given his backstory two seconds in he's already down to do dirty stuff with denzel yeah yeah and i think because you like you said that it's this weird tone shift between the two of them because he hates him when he first meets him yeah he's like yeah what are you doing quit messing around why is this guy here and then he's like oh this guy's my best friend and meet my family yeah (laughs) it's super super strange how about denzel grabbing leto's dick yeah that was weird I don't know if you can use that. In, and then, like, court. throwing air punches at him. Like, that you was grab like the guy's only... dick, but you're not going to punch him in the face? Like, that's weird to me. It is odd. I thought that was the only scene that he kind of flirted with going full Denzel. Yeah. It just he never... At him, but he didn't really get... It's not a memorable enough Denzel movie, even. What also kills me, too, is I don't understand how Jared Leto can simultaneously, simultaneously be one of, like, the most beautiful people on the planet and look like that. It, you know what it is, his eyes. And he did this thing where he was like, he had, he was like duck footed. Like he was walking like a duck. If you watch like his feet yeah. are like pointed out, and it was this really weird lope that he had. Like a little pudge. Like they a, little, a little belly on him. A little yeah. Suit though, probably. I, don't, I bet he didn't. Yeah. He's um, the same guy that was like sending dead rats to people on the set of Suicide Squad. And what do you think? So one of the things I wrote down too is like, he, what do you think he smelled like? Cause he didn't shout. Leto? Oh God, he probably stunk. He probably smelled like garbage juice. Well, they that <laughs> he did. That was one of the things. Not to take it too down a, a, a rabbit hole here, but the Night Stalker. I just watched that documentary yep. a couple weeks ago. I recommended that on Netflix. 
they even mention him in this because yes, the Night Stalker was mid '80s, and this movie takes place in 1990. And they're like, we haven't gotten this much attention since the Night Stalker. But mm-hmm. anyway, one of the things with him that all of the surviving Night Talk, uh, Night Stalker, uh, like people who are victims that survived, they all said that he stunk, like stunk so yeah. bad, like hor- like just bad breath and bad everything. What also was kind of like a is it a MacGuffin? Is that what they call it? A MacGuffin that like something like throws you off? Yeah. So. The girl, the witness in the beginning of the movie who gets away, sees him in the police station. Yeah. And then claims that like, oh, the, uh, he's he, like, let me see him. Or can I talk to say so She says something. Yeah. Like, and then there. so at first you're like, oh, shit, she saw him. But then their point is like, you can't let a witness see somebody in handcuffs because then in their mind, that person's like already guilty. Right. So but, she, they're like, like basically the lineup's blown. Like we can't even do it because she already saw him. Like yeah. she knows he's not the fake guy. Like they saw him walking in the thing. And what was the whole thing? That's too, what like, I'm saying. Like that's just like you were just asked for that. They're like, hey, watch the witness. And like you know that Leto's in the building. And then the girl's like, hey, can I go to the bathroom? She's like, sure. And then she's like, I need to get a snack. She's like, yeah, you know how to get back here. And you're like, what? And just it was uh, what was the other thing that bothered me about that too? Oh, this is, I don't know if this is 100% factual or not, but Anthony in the chat says most criminals smell very bad. I haven't been around enough criminals to. I'll take your word that. on that. I don't know. I don't know one way or the other, but I bet that checks out. I think if I were a criminal in prison, I think I would go out of my way to smell bad. Yeah, that's always been my thought process. If I ever end up in prison, I'd be real gross. I would be like beyond so that everybody thought I was like a whack job and hopefully, or like, just yeah, me. just wouldn't mess with hopefully they would leave me alone like if anyone like tried to fight me in jail i would not out of fear but i would just shit you would just shit yeah tubes (laughs) yeah like imagine (laughs) they come up with a nickname for me what's that like a wombat they call you the wombat don't touch him dude if you touch him or like grab him he's just gonna shit shit. (laughs) (laughs) dude don't touch him he's gonna shit his hand and like point it out like this people Dude, he's gonna <laughs> fuck. There he yes, goes. Anthony, that is that is absolute. I I take your word for it now. Fifteen years of police fifteen year police officer. There you go. I take okay. your word for it. Good enough. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever come across cool. somebody who, when met with violence, would just piss and shit? <laughs> Here you go. He guys, don't go. Uh, oh damn it! <laughs> Do you ever have irrational fears that you're going to end up in prison? Um. I think about that sometimes. No, I do. I think I think if I think that yeah. ship has sailed. Well, no, like I think of that too. I'm like, well, listen, like I'm 36, and I'm like, yeah. all right, so I've already done like a pretty good job at this point of staying out of there. But again, not to go super dark, but I either think about what would I, what would happen if I end up in prison, or what what's going to happen when I die. Those are my two thoughts, probably every night. And I, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, there's some di- I have sick thoughts. <laughs> sick thoughts. <laughs> No, you stay for breakfast. Cocaine. You stay sick thoughts. Remember that from uh, role models. Yeah. So good. So good. Uh, yeah. So just poop your pants. If anyone's good, coming I at you, just poop just your pants. Always have a good shit ready. Um, that would be my one word of advice. If you guys are happen to be going in there anytime soon. Yep. I do. So I think I do love a good quirky detective story and i think that's why the 2.5 comes into this i really do like detectives who like think outside the box you know what i mean i like that sure, i love that i like that character i love it um 
speaking of going to jail though and like i've one of my Ernest goes to jail Ernest goes to jail right one of my life goals on my bucket list is to be a get a private investigator license i've always wanted to be a private investigator so you just so want like, to like, kind of like kind of you're like a creep really basically i i kind talked to creep, somebody like who I, I talked to somebody who did it and they were like basically 90 percent of what you do is workers comp claims workers comp so like you if someone's cheating workers comp like you go and like tail them and make sure that they're right. really disabled or like a you know someone you you know you deliver uh, subpoenas or something like that i don't know huh so I feel like you'd also be doing like a lot of going through trash, which I don't really have time for. Uh, you would. Would you yeah, go through you know, someone's just, trash? Well, Denzel did it in this. I know he did. I wouldn't do it. I'd draw the line there. I'm like, I'm not going to. That's yucky. <laughs> what if you got like a used prophylactic in there? What would you do? Uh, you would. You wear gloves. You wouldn't go in there. You wouldn't go raw dog. You wear gloves. Yeah, you would grab somebody's used condom with gloves. You're like, oh, I'm safe because I have gloves on. No. Well, you would wear you wouldn't wear like oh no kitchen no. gloves. You would wear like no. uh no industrial. You know what I mean? Uh, what if you're what kind of gloves would you wear for guy uh shit and pissed himself? <laughs> I would wear I would wear uh old uh <laughs> wide receiver gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Those Nike gray ones that we had to wear. Yep. <laughs> Uh, and the other thing that really pissed me off too about this movie, sorry, I'm just like looking at my notes right now. Yeah, no, please. What's with Randy Malik trying to intimidate the lab guy who like wouldn't get him his fingerprints? That's my whole point. I think the like, lab it, guy probably outweighs him. I think that guy could beat him beat him up. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what do you like? Yeah, that that's the, the law. I think, I think the casting was bad with him. I don't think he he, he didn't make sense. Uh, wouldn't you if you were the lab guy? I'd be like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Piss, like, piss off. And like, don't go get slam more fingerprints. Like, don't get yeah, don't slam my fucking door. You break my window. Door. Yeah, I don't know. You're not tough. It just yeah, it wasn't original enough. I guess the ending is somewhat original. No, uh, okay. I so you know, what, isn't it like it's somewhat original because they didn't they actually didn't find the killer. You could make the argument that some the point of the movie is sometimes it doesn't right. It doesn't work. And you, this, it sticks with you and it bothers you. Like think of you losing as a detective like that. Like I could get how that would fuck with you for like forever. But it's also like, and you killed somebody. I was going to say Ray Malik killing Jared Leto and then them just covering it up and getting away with it. Is that a better ending or Denzel turning into like a serial killer? I don't know. Uh, but like the other thing too, is like what Jared Leto was saying to Rami Malik's character wasn't all that bad. Like you could no. have easily been like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know, like you could have just turned around and told him to shut up. You didn't have to kill him. Right. He's like, oh, you have then, a wife and kids. He's like, oh. And also, if if you were with a guy that you thought was the killer and he's like, I'm bringing you to a body. Absolutely not. First of all, I'm not getting in the car with you. No, not You're supposed chance. to be like this like hot shit detective and you get in the car with that guy. Get the fuck out of here. No way. My next question would be if you if he's like, oh, the body's there and you dug it up and there's nothing. And he's like, no, 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 it's over there. And then you dig it up and there's nothing. How many fucking holes would you dig? Two? I, I would. would do, yeah. I, I don't think I'd do any. I'd be like, you're fucking digging it or I'm going to put a bullet in your yeah, head. You dig it. Like, you dig it right now and give me your car keys. Because if you dig again and you're missing, you're staying out here. Right. Or like, why couldn't he? And I'm going to go back and I'm going to go through your apartment. I want to go. Yeah. Like, why couldn't he call somebody and be like, hey, send a group out here. We, we need we need some diggers. He says it's out here. Why would you dig that yourself in the middle of the night? Like, for somebody, again. Did you see how many he did, too, when yeah, they panned he did out? Like a dozen, like, didn't he? Yes. 
lunatic. And again, for someone who's supposed to be like this super smart, heart shit detective, he couldn't do a goddamn thing right. I didn't care for him. I didn't care for him. So no, that bothered me. We're off to a tough start here. And I usually, I'll tell you, I'm not somebody that looks at the Rotten Tomato scores and is like, oh, this movie's going to stink. But I saw the scores before I saw the movie and they were low. And I'm like, eh, fuck. And, but I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to let that bother me. I'm going to watch it and, and I'm going to prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. Now they're probably pretty close to being right <laughs> in this case. Yeah, they did. All right. Anything else on uh, the little things? No. no, no. It was a little thing that I was instantly regrettable. <laughs> instantly forgettable, not regrettable. Forgettable. Sorry. Forgettable. Yes. Forgettable. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Well, Ryan, before I ask you if you want to kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal, Two actual picks of the pod that I didn't get to in this week in Dork. Cloris Leachman. Oh, yeah. That beauty passed away. And Screech. Dustin Diamond. Recently just uh, just died. It's like Super stage sad. four lung cancer, I believe. Stage four lung cancer. And he, he found out three weeks ago. Crazy. Just gone. Just like crazy 40, like In his 40s. And uh, I saw Zach Morris had a tweet, like, really uh, – positive kind of high road things i know the saved by the bell cast let's just say uh most of them are in for the reboot but screech was not invited for the reboot. screech was not invited and I, I think if you he wrote that book that the tv movie was based on and it was like he he just lied <laughs> about every like there were some things that were true but they he just basically like took the piss out of everybody yeah, i guess he was the youngest and he by felt far. like he by far and he felt like yeah. he didn't really fit in with them and then like turned on all of them and had bad things to say about all of them he did a porno all the porno as well he did um so yeah. speaking of the movie made he did have a great cameo in that so good where vince vaughn was like you're gonna let fucking screech into the club and i can't get into the club tell me on your list where it says you're gonna let screech in the fucking club <laughs> i don't know maybe try the china club what the fuck does that mean this is the second time i've gotten that uh yeah screech played himself in made so that was one of his great performances but uh screech powers uh no longer with us. Ryan, as for your uh, uh, choice of recommendations for things, kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal. I shall receive. Okay. Um, and this is a big one because this just happened this week and I'm super excited about it. Freaks and Geeks is on Hulu. Oh, nice. So if you guys um, have not seen that show, it's a Judd, it was Judd Apatow's, like one of his first big projects. It was a TV show that only ran for one season. Um, and you will recognize some faces. All of them. Uh, yeah, so Linda Cardellini, uh, John Francis Daly, who you'd recognize, he's older now. Um, <laughs> he was the are. kid. No, but he was, he's such a little kid in this that you, yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, but he, he's the, the trainee in the movie Waiting. Yes. He's written, he wrote Horrible Bosses. He wrote Waiting. He wrote, so he's a big time writer. Co-write uh, like Spider-Man Homecoming Far from home. too? Homecoming. He wrote Homecoming. Yeah, yeah so he's a, he's a big writer now. Um, but also you have like what I, um, Jason Siegel, Seth Rogen, James Franco, Busy Phillips. Like there's a lot of people you recognize now. Yep. And this was kind of how they got their start. It's a great show. Um, it's funny. It's got some tender moments to it. But uh, definitely check out Freaks and Geeks on Hulu if you if you can. Uh, I know, Ryan, that you have already recommended it. So I, I have two things. One sort of a piggyback off of uh, Afterlife. I oh. shotgun all of Afterlife, the Ricky Gervais show. It is on yep. Netflix. They are six episode seasons. So yeah, quick two seasons. There's going to be a third season coming out. 
like hilarious. Also really sad, but like at times so goddamn funny. That guy, the guy that wants to be a part of the paper, who's like the hoarder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely hysterical. What he oh, goes banging Mickey the Gypsy. Mickey the Gypsy. <laughs> well, like his delivery, I can't even. I can't touch his delivery. But he goes, yeah. he goes. Uh, what do you What do you get when you cross? A disabled octopus and my ex-wife. A five-legged slut. <laughs> so good. He goes, what? What is? What is gray and comes in quartz? An elephant. <laughs> and the lady goes. The lady he says it to you goes gross. He goes, yeah, you're the one that's covered in elephant semen. <laughs> The best thing, so I posted it on Twitter. There's an outtake of the oh, therapist. I watched it five times. Coming up with nicknames. <laughs> One of them is just AIDS. So bad. So bad. Harold's shit mom. <laughs> shit mom. He goes, I was uh, crying laughing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my uh, God. No, that guy. The that's the other. So that guy, the therapist, is uh, Thoros of Mir from Game of Thrones. Yes, and he he gets so much better as the show goes on. He's just more and more disinterested as a therapist, <laughs> and then he's always telling stories about when he goes out with his buddies. What the fuck's like Ratty and the the Ponce or whatever the nuns. No, yeah. At one point, he's like. He, oh, I'm giving this away, but whatever. It's in the second season. He's sitting there talking to one of the guys, and he's like, "He's like, he's the therapist, and he's talking right. to like his patient, and he's like clearly ignoring him." And he's like, oh, "I'm so sick of this. I'm just so sick of listening to people blab and blab and blab. I'm thinking of starting a podcast with me and Ratty and the Nots." <laughs> Where'd you get the Nots on here? The Nots. Oh, the nuts. He's got plenty of nicknames. It's not just the nuts. Isn't that uh, right? I'll, I might retweet it again because it's he rattles so off 20 nicknames good. and Ricky Gervais is screaming, laughing. Can't take it. Screaming, take laughing. It. So there's, if you've seen the show Derek, the guy who plays, um, okay. I, I forget the guy who's the Mickey the Gypsy, that guy, uh, I forget his I, name. I love that guy. He gives a wedding toast at one of the characters' okay. weddings. I got to watch that. It's amazing. Oh it's God. amazing. Because he's talking about how like she's pregnant and he's like the worst. This is like the worst wedding ever, but it's not. I won't tell you what he says the worst wedding right, ever okay, is. All right, okay. I'll post it. So he at one point I was watching other outtakes of it. Uh and it was the, it was that guy in his house with Ricky Gervais. And that guy was like cracking up Gervais and he couldn't get through the thing. And he was just like, why did I put you in this show? Basically, it was just like because he must love he must love that guy. He is he's in Derek too. He's a big character in Derek. When he, what is Derek? I've never seen Derek. Derek is Ricky. It's a Ricky Gervais show, but he plays like a caretaker in an old folks home. So it's kind of the same thing, but it's like, it's, it's sad, but it's funny. Yeah. This show's definitely sad, like real sad at times. Um, the, the scene where they do the fucking Tanbury players and they're, when the guy gets up there and actually does his stand up routine, I fucking died laughing (laughs) because it's not even a routine. No, it's just like, it's like if I get famous, a couple of things are going to come out of me. Come out about me. I've given one blowjob. <laughs> I, 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 
because it was a callback to something from before. And then he tells this whole story. And the best part is before he even goes on, the, the fucking owner of the paper is like, just so we're clear, like there's a kid, we got kids in the audience. So just, yep. just so we're clear. And he, he looks at him, he's like, got it. And then he tells that story. I fucking fell out of my chair. Oh, it's, it's, it's so funny. It's such a funny show and such a, <laughs> like you think about, yeah. Like a parking mom. Dude, so so funny. Ricky uh, Gervais absolutely kills me. I watched that right after like today. So, but yeah. then if you go on YouTube and just type in like afterlife bloopers and outtakes or whatever, and there's a yep. bunch more. So I gotta watch that thing. So it's Derek oh, and, is the show. And watch Derek. So Derek, he's his name's Kev in the show, and he's fucking incredible. Okay. Incredible in this. He's like that guy, but worse. Oh my god, worse than that guy? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How many seasons is Derek? Uh, two, and then there's like a, a special episode that's like an hour and a half. Is that also on Netflix, or yeah. where's that? It is. It is. Yeah. Oh fuck! All right, I'm gonna watch that next. <laughs> yeah, watch I, Derek. Derek's good. And so it, the so okay. he Ricky Gervais is like a caretaker in an old folks home, and the woman who runs the old folks home is the woman who plays his wife in Afterlife. Hmm. Okay. So her, I forget her the actress's name, but yeah, she's good. She's they're all this. in it. Oh, and so the other thing I, I watched on Netflix is if you're looking for just a Jason Statham movie starring Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Homefront. Have okay, you seen Homefront? That's, that's a video game movie. Is it? Yeah. There was oh, a video what? game called Homefront. Is that the name of the game? Oh. So, is it like uh, Koreans in, invade? No. Not, not even a little bit. Not even close. Almost positive. No, you're thinking of something altogether different. I thought that they made this movie and J- uh, James Franco's in it. I thought it was based on the video game. I could be. I'm probably wrong. Uh, no. So he was a undercover cop. Things kind of go sideways. He moves to another town. Oh, written by Sylvester Stallone. Yes. I'm so, thinking of in a completely different movie. This is what hooked me in. So Jason Statham stars in it. Plays Jason Statham. James Franco. Plays a bad guy. Also, Kate Bosworth and Winona Ryder. It's like bizarre as hell, like the casting. And like this came out like I think in 2013. I'm like, yeah. I don't, I never heard of this thing. Frank Grillo's in it. Clancy Brown's in it. The guy's the big, uh, the big guy from Shawshank, the big prison guard. Oh, from yeah, Shawshank. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, this was like trending on Twitter or on uh, Netflix. It was like one of those ones. You know how like they rank things now on Netflix? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll watch this. And uh, I mean, it's exactly what you think it's going to be, but it was good. Does, does Jason Statham have a British accent or does he try to speak with an American accent? No, I think he just talks like Jason Statham. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, real quick. Uh, WandaVision spoilers. Yeah. Just real quick on that. Real quick. Um, Jimmy Woo and Darcy Lewis. Awesome. How about it? Just tying the whole world in together so good. That and part. Yeah, you're gonna go ahead. He pops the fucking card out of his th- out of his hand. Like it's such like a Jimmy Woo thing. So yeah. good. But just the those two and like I love the references and some of the clarifications of the blip. Because we've only seen what one movie post blip was spider-man and we never saw the reverse blip right we never saw yeah. normal people come back 
Yeah, so that was really that was really good, and that's why I'm like, all right, if these shows do stuff like that, that's awesome because I understand in Spider Man, you're like, hey, we have a two hour movie, like we kind of want to do our movie. We're not going to spend like a ton of time on stuff from before, you know. So it's probably better suited for TV shows. And what's great now, we know where we are. Yes, like in the like in the timeline, like we know yeah. where we are. It's before Homecoming, right? Uh, is it? Cause, yeah, because that's when everyone gets. Bl- Remember, they go back to high school, and everyone is like, "Oh yeah, they still making the state finals, like all that shit." I thought they got blipped. I thought they came back in Far From Home. Or I thought, mm, fuck, I gotta go back. I don't remember. No, homecoming. They come because they go back to school. Oh, no, Homecoming's fucking forever ago. Far From Home was the only movie after Endgame. Right? Oh, yeah. So we're before Far From Home. You're right. You're right. Oh. I screwed that. Yeah. So we're before Far From Home. So one thing that I'm not sure about is uh, I at the end of Endgame, when they're at like Tony's funeral. Yes. Uh, Scarlet Witch is there. Like she's there at that point. So I'm like, yeah, this all must happen. I'm guessing in her mind, like a little bit later, a little after that, because she's like there, like you know, they they show that scene, like they're Mm -hmm. like by like the water, and they like pan back, and it's like every it's everybody, they're all wearing black, and like she's standing, she's there, she's standing there by herself, I think. Hmm. So I don't know, I don't know. And then she, yeah, because then she has a conversation with, uh, Hawkeye. Yes. Because Hawkeye's talking about Black Widow, she's talking about Vision, so they have a conversation. She hasn't like gone crazy, but I wonder maybe that, was that show going to tie into this too? It's probably. It's all coming together. See, it's all coming together. see, we were doubting. Now it's all like you said. I mean, and I think we nailed it when we were talking about how Wanda might be turning heel here. And I, I think at this point desperately want her to be the villain in Doctor Strange. And I think that's going to happen and I think I did a little digging and so Agnes um played by <laughs> Catherine Hahn, yes, is um Agatha I forget but she calls her in in um it's not House of M but there's a but they they call on Agatha. She's who and she's a witch. She she like the goddess Hecate. So she's a like a so she could be controlling uh, her as well. I like it. Uh, so that's I like, like it. and that leads directly into House of M. Sick. So that's like, there's theories out there that there's also. I read a cool theory. I don't. I don't really think this is it anymore because we've seen too much. That Doctor Strange is actually guiding Wanda through the stages of grief. Hmm. And so, like the first two were denial. And then I forget the stages of grief, but like basically she's walking herself through the stages of grief. Okay. That could be. So pay close attention to that, which is a a cool theory. It's a, it's like a Reddit theory or something like that. Yeah. 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 yeah, I was, I was rabbit holing. All right. Well, I like that. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see where this is going to go. So we still have five more episodes. So the other last thing, MCU that I'll talk about too, I tweeted today because they put out the pictures for uh, the Winter Soldier, like uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, with uh, Baron Zemo. Is Baron Zemo a top-tier MCU villain? Ooh. Uh... I think so. And let me give you my argument why. He's okay. just a normal guy who pitted those fucking guys, and they almost killed each other. 
Like, and he didn't even have to touch anyone. Yeah. Lex really. Luthor style. Yeah. Like, I, that's I, like I, a, and I think, you know, a guy I who's, guess like, I guess it's like, how big is your top tier? Because five. I would have Killmonger, obviously Thanos. Yep. I think he got a little overplayed, but I think you have to give Loki his just due. Loki's probably he's in been there. involved in so much. He's so just you have so to he's so important. Yeah. Uh, would you say Vulture? I said Vulture, and I so I said and Zemo. So Killmonger won with a bullet. Yeah. I think he was the best one in the MCU. Thanos, Zemo, ooh, Vulture, Loki were my top okay. five. Who am I missing? Because like Red Skull, Red Skull got, was only in like one movie. Really. Couple more. No, he came back though. Yeah, not yeah. Dead. Back. Yeah, well, I don't care. He's fucking. Yeah. He's still a villain. Uh, yeah, because like, like who? Like Dormammu? Like no, definitely not Dormammu. Not oh, what's Ronin. His name? No. Nah. Uh, Ego. No. Yeah, see what I mean? Like, oh, I like Zemo's Hela. up there. I liked Hella though. I know, but again, I loved Hella. Like, Hella good. Hella good. good. But I thought I thought Zemo was a better villain. I think, I think he will be by the end because I'm mm-hmm. guessing these shows are going to be pretty damn good. And if he's the main guy, I'm excited as hell for how much. Like you said, what a leap WandaVision just took in yes. terms of production, in terms of cast, in terms of visuals like this this show's fucking awesome so good and then like to to bring in a character that was in the ant-man movies with a character that was in the thor movies and then like have them in a scene together like boom immediately and explain this whole thing and like for what they each do uh love it and like and what that, it, all, the stuff with the, all the stuff with the blip it was like perfect like this is this perfect. is what we needed as mcu fans and people, people were saying. I saw. I retweeted it too. That like someone's like, someone should just give Jimmy Woo his own like X Files type show. Oh shit! Yes, but with Cat Dennings, with Darcy. Yeah, they should be in it together. That'd be a yeah. good show. That'd be an awesome show. They probably will. If it's anything like, and it'd be Star funny. Wars. These shows will. Yeah, because then right, this will be this will be light. Yeah. So the guy who has directed uh, all four of these episodes so far, Matt his Shackman. name is uh, Matt yeah. Shackman. Yeah. Is it Shackman or Shakeman? Yeah. Shackman? Yeah. He's directed episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Fargo, and Game of Thrones. A lot of It's Always Sunny. Yeah. Pretty interesting um, yeah. filmography that he has. So anyway, that, that's why you get some of the, easy to get some of the humor there. So all right. So this show ends though, not until like early March. So we'll continue to sort of keep tabs on it as we go. Next week, I think we have an open space, Ryan. So we'll we'll come up with something for next week. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll be confident in us board games if nothing else uh you can rate review and subscribe to the podcast on itunes and everywhere else you get your podcast you can follow us on twitter and instagram at dork podcast you can subscribe to our youtube channel as well just go to youtube.com slash dork podcast we record these live on monday nights uh or you can go back and watch them afterwards we got some video games and some other nonsense up there uh follow davy on twitch go to twitch.tv slash rvon d and we're also on facebook in the Hashtag Dork Shared Gooniverse. Uh, you can go like the page there. Find out what's going on with us. Mac and Goo, the Pop Culture Pile Driver podcast, the Change My Mind podcast, and uh, Shime and Dr. Joe on Twitch. So uh, that'll do it for us. Ryan, what do they say about wombats? Uh, when threatened with violence, they will pee themselves in poop squares. They don't have Cubes. a choice. That's they don't it. have a choice. <laughs>